Tea Time, Midlife Edition. It's not a coffee break. It's tea time. Slow down. Relax. It's your turn. Welcome, 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 welcome. Turn the tea kettle on. Pick your favorite tea. Grab your favorite teacup. Let it steep. Add what you will. Find a cozy spot. It's tea time. Midlife edition. Welcome to Tea Time Midlife Edition. I'm your host, Regina Young, and today's guest is Megan Donahue of Holistic Care. Welcome, Megan. Hi, Regina. Thank you for having me today. You are so very welcome. You know, today's topic is thyroid healing in midlife. And before we get started, let's just see what kind of tea are you drinking today, Megan? I am drinking Khan Erza. It's a Chinese herbal formula. I'm using it to help my sinuses that are inflamed. <laughs> okay, got that. So you have inflamed sinuses. I can totally get that. Well, today's tea I am drinking is actually from Starbucks. It is peach tranquility and mint tea with lemonade and honey. And it is absolutely delicious. It really helps with um, if you're having like throat issues or nasal issues, and it actually kind of helps with uh, reducing the mucus. And I think that's the honey part. But you know what? Check with your doctor and herbalist to see if that is something you can have and it works with your health regimen. But let's get started. Today's topic again is called thyroid healing in midlife. So um, I've met Megan because she is my acupuncturist and I have been so blessed to have her in my life and making such a difference, especially in midlife. But Megan, tell them about yourself. Like most young adults starting college, I thought I knew what I wanted to be. But towards the end of the first year, I changed my major and I found a really good job and college then became put on the back burner as I started my profession and I got pregnant and life continued on. And when my son was about three years old, and I thought, you know, looking at his future and what I wanted for him, I needed to go back to finish college. I couldn't expect that of him if I had not completed. So I wanted to do something I was passionate about and I cared about and that I knew I would do forever for the rest of my life. And I love food. So I wanted to do something with nutrition. So I got my Bachelor of Science in Health and Wellness from Kaplan University. And then at the last year of the program, I had to do a project on acupuncture. And I fell in love while researching with the theory of acupuncture, how it's a natural medicine, how the body can heal itself, and the theory of the chi and the yin and yang, and how it all went together for health, for optimal health. Awesome. So before I graduated, so before I graduated, I applied at the local 
College of Acupuncture, the Wan Institute in Glenside, and they accepted me. <laughs> they just needed my transcript once I graduated. So I went there and I, I finished in 2017. I've been practicing since. And because I love health and wellness and the holistic of healing, the holistic modality of healing, I want to further my education in integrative medicine. So currently I'm going for and pursuing my doctorate and a PhD in integrative medicine at the Quantum University. Wow, you are amazing. And I, I really love the fact that you said, I can't ask no more of my son if I am not a perfect example of that, really. I mean, that's a testimony of who you are. And uh, and it's just, you know, I understand that modality of acupuncture. It truly makes a difference. Like in midlife, how can acupuncture be like a possible, like a remedy almost? I had foggy thinking. I know that's one of the symptoms, but um, how has acupuncture helped with uh, that? Well, as we age in our, you know, about 35 is when our bodies really start showing changes of getting older. And every 10 years, your hormones, depending on your lifestyle, will change too. So the foggy thinking, a lot of people have that in, quote, midlife, but that depends on the person. The foggy thinking can be from how they eat, the stress in their life, how often they're worrying. So the wonderful thing about acupuncture and how it can help is that acupuncture treats the individual based on their signs and symptoms not necessarily the symptom. And it helps by helping the organs to do their optimal functions. Wow. Well, you just said something that was like, huh? Did you say every 10 years, what happens? Your hormones, your body changes. What? You should sign. Yes. You're not the same at 35 and at the 45 or at 55. There's something that happens. Wow. I actually never kind of put them, those two things together. I always thought, Hmm, you know, well, I'm just growing older. Like didn't get that the hormones or uh, the shifting of the hormones is, you know, why things are changing. And you said something like, uh, the organs functioning. I'm like, are there organs that acupuncture, you know, in midlife will need to be balanced or something or how's that work? Well, it's not just the organs. Our, body, our bodies have systems. You have a reproductive system. You have a circulatory system and a digestive system. The primary system that regulates your hormones is the endocrine system. Hmm. And that includes the penile gland, the thyroid, your pancreas, and your reproductive organs. Okay. And if, and in midlife for men and women, your hormones are changing. We have the same hormones. It's just in different amounts at different times and at different levels. Okay. Now this is coming together. Okay. Well, I know my experience of coming to you with uh, like premenopausal symptoms of hot flashes and night, you know, uh, night sweats and insomnia. But the real thing I came to, I think it was for the big E, you know, emotions, <laughs> emotional <laughs> crying, you know, like, okay, I don't even know myself as a crier, but okay, this is what yeah. we're doing. You know, yeah. I just was surprised that 
uh, acupuncture help with that? Why? How? Because each organ has many functions and they work together. So even though, for example, the liver helps to, you know, filter your blood and help to let us know when you're angry by your shouting and you're all tense, the liver also has a function of helping you plan. We call them officials. We don't call the organs organs. They're officials. And the officials have jobs. Oh. And, and when they're not doing their jobs, they go out of balance. And just like everything else, we're all connected. The organs have to work together uh. to be able to keep balance. So acupuncture is about balance. It's not necessarily, oh, you know, you can cure something or you're going to forever be, you know, get rid of something. It's about creating that balance in your life because the inside reflects the outside and the outside can reflect the inside. Got that. Wow. Well, that explains um, when I came to you with, uh, you know, inflammation of the thyroid, it was a little bit inflamed and it was kind of like a little bit up a bit you know, and I could feel it. I was like, ah, what is this? And Mm -hmm. the acupuncture made such a difference, but you, you did a couple of things and, and then you, you had given me a book recommendation. What did you do? And what was that book recommendation? Cause you know, I'm, you know, I'm just excited to share it. So. Okay. So a couple of things. The first thing with the acupuncture is that I did local points around the thyroid the thyroid to help with the inflammation. I also did a balancing treatment because not only is the thyroid affected your liver, your kidney, your spleen, and your heart, like they all have to work together. So I just did a balancing and then I focused on the inflammation and the thyroid. The book I recommended is called What Doctors Fail to Tell You About Iodine and Your Thyroid. And it's by Robert Thompson. He's an MD. And the reason I told you that is because the inflammation, there was a target, something was happening with your thyroid and your body's letting you know, hey, I'm not functioning well, something's going on. The iodine is fantastic because it helps with increasing your energy. It helps balancing those, um, your metabolism. It helps with the metabolism, which plays a part in your pancreas. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not told that. Yes. What I loved about the iodine as I read this book is that it helps your thyroid to balance your T3 and your T4, which helps to regulate your hormones, which helps to help your adrenal glands, which has to do with your fatigue. It helps with the kidneys to like the renal function and helping with urination and balance. I love it even more because iodine actually is a natural cancer prevention. And I cannot, don't, don't like go and say, oh, it prevents cancer because you have to check with your doctor. And of course, you know, in the medical part of the world, you know, they don't want to say there's a cure for it, but the iodine, what it does, it is helps your cells. And you'll read this in the book. It will help your cells to fill with the iodine to prevent any absorption of anything that can cause the cancer uh-huh. as the doctor states in the book. Awesome. So, Got that. So just yeah. check with your uh, your your uh, doctor before starting, uh, you know, any regimen around that is recommended in this podcast. What's the difference between 
Western medicine and Eastern medicine, because I'm not very clear because, you know, you're saying check with your doctor and I'm like, yeah, is it okay to do both or do you have to do one or the other? How does this work exactly? Right. That's a very good question. So Western medicine, when you get sick is when you go see your doctor and then your doctor tries to fix the problem that you're presenting. Okay. In West, in Eastern medicine, we look at the whole person and we try to calm down the symptoms that you're coming in with, but we understand that there was something happening before that problem presented, and that's what we want to fix. Uh We want to go to the root of the problem to prevent the symptom coming back again. Oh, Or something else manifests. So that's the difference between Western medicine and Eastern medicine. One treats the symptoms and the disease, and one treats the symptoms of disease and the root causes or the root issues that are bringing about the problems. So that's more of a holistic approach. Got it. Um, Can you do both at the same time or one over the other? Well, Eastern medicine is looked at more of preventative medicine. You know, we can treat acute and chronic issues, but it's also preventative. So when somebody comes in, with an issue and we find a root cause, then we want to prevent. Got it. To answer your question, of course, as long as your doctor understands that you, the patient, are in charge of your own health and you want to combine both. Mm-hmm. I have patients who, for example, somebody, she came in, she was bleeding um, while, while passing stools. And I, and I said to her, you know, go get a colonoscopy. Yes. Go get it checked out, get your doctor to know one, you're having this issue, see what they recommend, see how you feel about what they recommend. And then we'll go from there. Yes. And so she, she went to her doctor, they did the colonoscopy and they gave her an enema to be able to help to heal the inflammation or whatever. Her bleeding stopped, which was great. Mm-hmm. She didn't want surgery. So she knew, but, but there was a Western medicine had a quick fix for the problem. So now she and I are working in the long term to help heal the -hmm. intestinal lining and working on the stress that's creating inflammation for her because as this individual, her issue is not letting go of things. Got it. I hear um, the thing about uh, Eastern uh, medicine, it's actually before symptoms present itself or it can be when symptoms present itself and you're looking for the source that generated that. So that's definitely a difference. But how does that iodine help with thyroid? Um, I heard that it does improve uh, you know, your energy and metabolism. Is that something you can overdo, iodine? The iodine? No, to be honest with you, no. The, the doctor says no. He's tested, had studies done. Um, I don't believe you can overdo it because I tell every patient if you're trying something and I usually start less is more is my philosophy. And once you get to a place where you're not feeling comfortable, you stop. So for example, I had one patient, we're working with her um, fertility for fertility issues and her um, fallopian tubes are not at the right, her follicles are not mature. That's what the term is. So we're using the iodine to help with a bunch of other things. And 
she I had my suggestion to her was to do I think like five drops of the iodine it's not even a whole drop or just drops and she said she did three she wanted to try three drops and it caused some gas and a little bit of intestinal suffering. so she went down the following day she went down to two drops and she was fine so that's my that's my go-to is less is more mm. start less and then you can add on if you want and what I loved was that she decided she felt comfortable with three. She did three. It was too much for her system. She went down to two. She didn't give up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and she didn't say, oh, I'm not going to do it. And the beauty of that is that with the acupuncture and all she's doing acupuncture, iodine and a supplement, uh, L-tyrosine. And she meditates when she's here. I've been trying to convince her to meditate at home. <laughs> the result, the result of doing those, at least the two, maybe the three things, is that her follicles are now maturing. Wow. So the supplemental mm-hmm, so the supplemental hormones that the IVF specialist or the fertility specialist wanted to give her to do that, she doesn't need it because her follicles are growing. So she's doing it naturally. Extraordinary. Wow. Yes. That is awesome. I want to know if uh, a person in midlife was looking to just start going to an acupuncturist, what would be the first thing that they would say when they go in? Like what they would like to try, you know, is there anything at all? When a person is interested in acupuncture and if they don't have any symptoms, they can come in and ask for a balanced treatment or a maintenance plan treatment. And that will help to keep them either where they are or make them help them feel better. If they come in to want to try it and they have sleep issues, digestive issues, you know, the acupuncturist will find out because we will ask questions to say, how are you sleeping? You know, after you eat, you get gassy and bloated. <laughs> you know, do you go to the bathroom once a day? So just by those questions, we can know how the organs are functioning to be able to come up with a plan. And even if they say, I feel fine, to say, let's do a maintenance plan and they'll feel even better. Thank you so much. Well, how can people get a hold of you, Megan? They can check out my website at holisticcaremedicinellc.com. And my phone number and my email addresses are listed. Okay. Well, awesome. Well, you know what? We will have the website, holisticcaremedicinellc.com on the show notes. So you'll be able to see where call or email Megan. But I just want to thank you for taking the time. And if you can mention that book again, just one more time, I think they would appreciate that. What's the name of that book? My pleasure. The book is called What Doctors Fail to Tell You About Iodine and Your Thyroid by Robert Thompson. Awesome. Such a great recommendation. Thank you so much and cheers. It's tea time. Midlife edition.